Welcome to another episode of Sweetness and Light. I'm one of your co-hosts, Justin Proust, along with Eric Mark. How are you today, dude? You know, I'm good, thanks. I, I like how you changed up our, our whole... Uh, traditional opening. You know, Eric, I wish I could take credit for that. But as usual, uh, the creative genius that comes from you is just fantastic. And, uh, you know, one of my personal favorite albums of you two. Uh, what a better way to start it. I loved it. Thank you. Oh, well, I appreciate that. I appreciate and I appreciate, uh, you know, I appreciate you and I appreciate uh, you too. So, uh, you know, it, it, it's a great start to the week. You know, speaking of which, um, our movie agent uh, revelation has been out for uh, two weekends now and just continues to be uh, uh, burning up the airwaves. Am I mixing metaphors and pro- possibly the wrong ones? Yes, I think so. But uh, yes, it is. It's 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 out. It's being enjoyed. People are watching it, uh, you know, on iTunes and uh, Google Play and uh, uh, and on uh, Amazon. Uh, yeah, yeah, Amazon Prime as well as cable VOD is actually a, a a big spot that people are picking it up. So uh, I heard you watched it over the weekend, uh, Justy, with uh, with your boy Seth. I did. We had a great time. And I want to say uh, congratulations to you and the rest of the team out there. And um, I think when you guys go see it, I highly recommend it that uh, there's a few people that definitely steal the show. And the only part um, that's not giving too much away is uh, uh, that the special effects at the beginning are are, are, are pretty freaking fantastic. And as you go through it, uh, the ending is a, it's a great ending to the movie, the way it just ends the way it does. I think it's fantastic. So listen, congratulations to you guys. I will tell you that um, there are a few people that steal the show. I don't want to give it away here. So I want you guys to go see it. Uh, let us know, you know, kind of your thoughts on it. But Eric, I think it's definitely an achievement to get anything out there these days and to get it on all those different platforms. And, um, you know, for you guys that want to go rent it, I think it was like six ninety nine. I think, on Amazon to rent. I believe I think so. it's yeah, $10.99 yeah, different- to buy. Yeah, exactly. And then you can also see, you know, it's also on Voodoo. You can get it, pick it up at your local red box, you know, so well, several different options. But thanks, Justin. No, I appreciate that. It's, uh, uh, you know, certainly a lot of labor went into that. And we're happy to start off 2021 in a in a different way than uh, uh, than some, some of the, uh, the the previous years we've had, particularly the last one. So uh, so so there you go. Yeah. Agent Revelation. Out, out to, not yeah. in theaters right now, but uh, available on your smaller screens. Absolutely. Now, to that point, though, I do want to say that for those that have never seen Eric and his old BlackBerry before, that, that part of it was just so nostalgic for me because, Eric, I actually got to see the old BlackBerry in this. So for those that when you recognize Eric in this, uh, he plays a doctor and he has his blackberry and it just brought back tons of memories and uh, unfortunately that no longer exists so that is a relic of the past now and i'm gonna i'm gonna be curious to, as to what your brother and your father both you know both highly regarded highly respected uh, doctors themselves think of my portrayal i'd like to think that uh, um as as skilled and professional as they are that i might be slightly more believable <laughs> i think your bedside manner um maybe a little bit different than my brother's. I think you're right in style with my dad's from just <laughs> their personalities. <laughs> yeah. um, but I would say your delivery of everything was good. Um, and, you know, the funny part to me was your, the, the entire thing is shot by profile. Well, don't, 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 oh, don't, yeah, don't, no spoilers. You know. no, there's no spoilers. I'm just saying, you know, it was just shot by profile. So you don't really get to see your full reaction to everything, but the side view looks like you're delivering everything, um, you know, Good. Okay. Well, since you bring that up, I will say it's, it was the very first scene we shot of the movie and on the first day of shooting. And um, Derek, the uh, actor, writer, star, as he is of uh, Agent Intelligence, the first one, 
and his wife, Joyce, who uh, produced the film, um, arrive, just arrived with their brand new infant son from Hong Kong. So there was a lot going on, you Jesus. know, just, and, uh, they're both very tired and fatigued and I'll, I'll be perfectly frank. You know, I, uh, I wondered about the coverage we were doing, which is the different shots and everything we were, we were getting for that scene. And I, I thought we were just getting me in profile and I thought that was very strange. Um, and in fact, that <laughs> is what happened. So it, uh, it was a little weird. And then, uh, other Eric, That's you know, the famous, does make an appearance briefly reprising his role from, uh, from the first film. And I won't say how, and for people who watched the first film already, um, you know, it's, a, it's an amazing moment given, given, you know, how things end uh, in uh, Agent Intelligence. So, so Agent uh, Revelation, yeah, available everywhere. Speaking of things. Well, that hang on, just, just real quick. Sorry, I want to go back to the other Eric part of it. After this, you have to let me know who he was because the, I, I couldn't tell. So you have to let me know. Wow. Okay. Okay. I will we'll absolutely talk about that. Uh, but uh, the other thing that was released, I, okay, I got it. I, I, so we've talked about a, other Eric literally hundreds of times on this show. You know what he looks like, right? No, I, I don't because we're not connected via uh, Facebook. I need to be. Wow. He knows all about you, too. And it's, and it's quite likely he doesn't know who you are or what you look like. You're both going to be sorely disappointed. <laughs> Thank you, Eric. I love that introduction. That was fantastic. All right. What a but, great uh, guy. Yeah, other, other things that, speaking of introductions and things that just dropped, um, on Hulu, Derek Delgado's uh, in and of itself, his philosophical magic spectacle show that originated at the Geffen a couple of years ago uh, just just came out on on Hulu. Um, I saw it you know, when it when it originally came out, like on uh, live at the Geffen, and uh, you know, highly recommended it there. In fact, I saw it twice. And um, and recommended anybody who could see it should see it. And now that it's on Hulu and, you know, we rarely do plugs. I mean, we used to talk a lot about different movies and TV shows on this show. Um, but exactly. We were, and, you know, and, and critique. But, I, you know, without giving, giving much away because it's um, it's it's just amazing. Everything that happens. Uh, a true must watch. Uh, one of the most amazing things you'll ever see. In fact, I'll. I'll say. Well, you sent me a text about it. I'm going to watch it tonight. Actually, we have it uh, on the docket in Hulu to actually watch. So uh, thank you for that recommendation. And um, we can talk about it tomorrow on air. I'm really kind of excited to see it because I love this stuff. And it's one of those things that sounds a little bit more fresh than a lot of the other content that's coming out. So oh, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it's unbelievable. It's, awesome. It is smart. It's funny. It's so insightful and, and, and so clever uh this it happens to be directed by frank oz um oh, i love frank oz famous for many 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 things uh we we actually just watched rewatched the blues brothers the other day and frank oz has an amazing cameo at the beginning of that movie where he does sound like take your pick fozzy bear miss piggy yoda uh or any <laughs> or, or 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 bert or any of the other amazing characters Muppets. but um and of course he directed one of our personal favorite movies uh, Dirty Rotten Scoundrels, you know, amongst many others. But he directs this. It's exec produced by uh, Neil Patrick Harris, who um, who actually directed uh, Derek uh, Delgadillo's previous show, uh, which which was also at the Geffen, um, which, which, nothing to hide. In which he and another magician, and this is just you know the way we're describing these just sound like ma like magic shows. But yes. there, there, there's so much more than that. You know, there, it's um, it's really quite quite astonishing what these are. They they take magic to a different level. So to put it in perspective, for people who have 
uh, been to the Magic Castle in Hollywood, which um, which I think Justy and I will both agree is is one of our and and anybody else who knows it favorite places and favorite things to do in L.A. Like our friend uh, Lisa the Hawk Hawkberg, it is literally her favorite thing to do in L.A. Um, yeah, you go see there's there's four stages, five depending how you count them. Of magic, you know, these are the pro stage. They're all kind of amazing shows. Scheduled shows go on on each of them, and then they're just magicians in the halls, just doing magic. Uh, plus, you can get uh, you can get food. It used to be like an old school steakhouse. Now it's become much more contemporary. Um, and there are bars all over the place because one thing that's true about magicians, they enjoy it, enjoy drinking, and um, <laughs> and the magic there is world. Not only is it world class. I mean, all of the biggest magicians in the world. When they come to LA, rather than staying in other hotels, they stay in the residence there because it's uh, it is um, an, it, it is somewhere that is made for magicians, and uh, you know, in fact, is is is, is the home of the uh, magician society. And so, um, part of the reason that Neil Patrick Harris directed the first show was that he was the president of the society at that time, the association, and. Interestingly, for those That's who don't awesome. know, the founding uh, father of that, uh, the, the whole institution, not of the Magic Castle, but of the, uh, but of the, but of the, uh, the, the society was uh, Cary Grant. See, I didn't know that. That's fantastic. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. Yes. Wow. So, so here's here's the thing that that, that was kind of amazing. So, um, Derek and his partner in uh, Nothing to Hide. So both, you know, both regular, you know, both people who've done very well at the uh, uh, Magic Castle, uh, he and his partner in that show, Helder Guimarães, and excuse the pronunciation, um, one of them had been the uh, the close-up magician of the year, and close-up magic is amazing, as Jesse will tell you. Uh, 20 people in a room, a couple people actually sitting right beside the magician, and we still can't figure out what's going on. It's just kind of, it's crazy. Uh, and the other was the magician of the year at the at the Magic Castle, the Academy of Magic Arts, as, as the the, the uh, society is known. And um, they teamed up. So so the be- literally the best of the best. So when we say the best of the best, we mean literally in this case the best of the best. They combined to make this dual competing magic magic show, and um, and spectacle. And you'd seen you see magic like you've never seen before, and then you see um, but you see it put together in a compelling story that's autobiographical. And uh, and clever and interesting and talks about the human condition. It's just uh, it's just yeah. So we will we'll talk about the show on our next show. Um, but amazing. Let me let me just give you like like a hint though. I mean just to, to one. You know th- these are things like I've never even seen or even conceived of before. One um, and they're hardly tricks, but one you know one um, one part that comes out of, of one of the shows. Um, he asks us all to shout out. Uh, you know, shout something out, and then he says he doesn't hear it, hear it, so he asks us all to shout again. So we do, and um, then he says, "Okay, when I when I say from the stage what you shouted out, could you please stand up in the audience?" And so we do, and the first person stands, and that's you know that's fine. And then the next person stands, who happens to be right behind that person. And then the next person who's right behind the second person stands, and he he calls out these things that go in the order the people people called out. Going up one aisle, back down the same aisle, across the front row, up the other the aisle on the other side of the theater, and back down. What? Yeah, claiming that he heard you know what you were saying, but even if he didn't, even if it's a trick, even if someone's whispering in his ear or something, how'd they see it? And how'd they hear? Absolutely. Okay, this sounds amazing. I can't wait to watch it. Yeah, 
No, there's things so, things you've literally never. It's not even that you haven't seen before. You've you've ne- you've never even conceived of before. Yeah. Oh God. So this is. I'm even more excited now. So thank you. So. On a vein of similarness that uh, we're watching on our side is a show called WandaVision on <sighs> Disney Plus. Okay, have you watched it all or no? I have not, but I, I, I'm excited to. I know I know that it's about uh, the Wanda character from the Marvel Comics universe and uh, and the Vision. It, okay, so it is, but this is the crazy part. So my brother is the just the absolute comic book. And I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, I just got injected. I didn't realize until I said it out loud. Why it's called One Division? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's good that their audience can experience your enlightenment at the same moment that you have it. Yeah. It's so, so that what you just heard was was astonishment and revelation in my mind. <laughs> That's fantastic, dude. So my brother hates the show, and he is a wow. comic book reader, everything like that. Um, we the way it works is the first three episodes are unlike anything Marvel's ever done before. And I don't, I'm not going to give anything away. I'm just going to say that it's unlike anything they've ever done. And it is totally revolutionarily awesome, I think, in how they filmed it. And it's just, it's incredible. Okay. The fourth episode explains all the stuff in the past. That episode is probably one of the best Marvel things they've done in a long time. And I have to say, I was very skeptical at first because I really don't care about the Scarlet Witch or Vision. I'm just going to come out there. I'm sure I'm going to get haters for this, but uh, as far as characters go, I really. But but and I'm sorry. When you say the past, do you mean like the the past past, or do you mean the first three episodes? The first three episodes. Okay, so what's what's come before in the series? Exactly, and it does just an amazing job of just pulling it together and explaining it. It's just unreal, and um, <coughs> the reason I say that is that the you know we were talking about budgets prior to this show a little bit, just in general, and I got to tell you that the this. Disney has not skimped a dime on this. I mean, I like I said before, I could not care less about Vision or the Scarlet Witch, and I am so captivated by this show that it is it's mesmerizing. And my kids, it's so funny because they love Marvel, and the first couple episodes are you know they're not like Marvel, they're like sitcoms kind of basically. And my kids, the very first episode is filmed in black and white, and when it popped up on the screen, my kids go, "What's wrong with our TV?" <laughs> and we had to actually pause it and describe to them. We called my uh, my mom and she's like, oh yeah, when I was a kid, we watched TV in black and white. And Bailey asked the best question I've ever heard her ask before. She goes, well, you couldn't afford a color TV? <laughs> <laughs> and my mom goes, we didn't have color TVs back then. There were no such thing as color TVs. And Bailey's like, that doesn't make any sense to me. And it's so funny because, you know, you look back and it, it, I guess in time, it really doesn't seem that long ago to be like 50s, 60s, but it really, I mean, the evolutionary track of not only just TV, but just technology in general is just so stark in comparison that my kids could not relate. Like they just, they couldn't get used to any of it. They were just like, so, you know, why are they talking this way? What are they doing? It was the craziest thing. And so uh, I'm re- I really want you to watch it. Yeah, um, no, I would to. That's, I mean, that's that's really interesting, and it's interesting they do that. That they're not that they're really spoofing, uh, you know, and and I, and I assume paying homage to uh, to old school sitcoms because, yeah, I mean, they do have a mixed audience of you know old school Marvel fans, but no one that old, and and the kids, and it's interesting. I wonder if their their expectation was that the kids wouldn't just think it's old, but have no no context of what it even is, which is kind of amazing. Did you did you tell you it, it, now you guys? occasionally went to live theater and, 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 and the, uh, 
the symphony orchestra um, in in non COVID times, right? Absolutely, yes. Um, did you tell your kids that uh, back when you were growing up, those things were also black and white? It was you'd you'd, you'd show up and uh, yeah, the performers are all black and white. Well, not only did I tell them that, Eric, I told them that it, seeing it in color changed my life. That I felt like I became a better person seeing it in color because you know seeing it in black and white just doesn't do the same service that color does. Um, and they were just mesmerized by that fact, just blown away. Now, did you tell them that that you you know if you kids had born been born a hundred years ago, you would have been black and white? Like, look at any pictures from that era. <laughs> well, my son's reading this book right now um, on the Alamo, and it's a comic book. Basically, it's it's a comic book to get you interested in history, and it's just a great concept. And I, I really wish I had thought of it because it's just it's it, they're done so well. And in it, it's it, they you know it, it, depending on the time period, it's done in in the way it would be in film back then or, you know, pictures of whatever. So it, even the comic book is black and white. And then he goes to world war two and it's full color. And anyway, so it's very interesting because he's reading this and watching Wanda and he's like, Oh, I get it now. I get it. This, this is what it was like. I'm like, yes, Seth. Yes. I'm glad that a comic book and a TV show can show you what life was once like, like <laughs> his data points. I just seem very skewed to me. You know, it is amazing. <laughs> he's like the modern day vision. He is. It, it is hilarious. And Bailey is blown away. I mean, she she's just blown away that like TV used to be black and white. And she literally asks all the time, like even in the morning, she got this morning before school and was like, so can you just explain to me one more time? I just don't understand. Like, why didn't they have color? I'm like, I, I don't know. The tube didn't do it back then. And she's like, what was the tube made of? I'm like, oh God, Bailey, you're, you're so smart, but I, we're going to have to go over this later. <laughs> it was black and white. We have a flat screen now. You're good to go. That's all you need to know. You should set like one night, all of the all of the TVs and and computers and phones, any any device in your home, just to be black and white, and and let them go wild. And then when they <laughs> go, think... what Dad, what happened, Dad? What happened? And you go, what happened to what? Everything's black and white, like you said things used to be. What are you talking about? It's all black and white. You're like, I don't see anything. Yeah. Where's the color? Uh. What do you think we're living in? There's no, there's no color on devices. <laughs> you guys are thinking about the future. <laughs> First of all, that would entail so many tears. Uh, I'm just preparing you now that uh, it's going to involve a lot of tears, and there will definitely be um, mass confusion. And although I think that's hilarious, I think that this stage of the game. Until things go a little bit more back to normal, that will make for a very, very, very long weekend. But Eric, as always, I love where your head's at on this. I think it's it's, it's ahead of its time, my friend. Well, well you know, it's 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 exactly two minutes ahead, or two months ahead of its time because today is February first. Dun 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 dun. So yeah, if 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 we can do a callback episode on April Fool's Day and you do that, I think everyone will be happy out there. In everyone business. wins. Everyone in sweetness. And on that note, my friends, I want to say thank you so much for another great episode, Eric. Uh, uh, really, really fun. And again, congratulations on Agent Revelation. Uh, it's it's great. Please, everyone go see it. Look forward to your comments. Thanks, buddy. And um, thank you. And you, don't, and you don't have to go far. No, you don't. You can get it anywhere. Bye, guys. Yeah.